Welcome to the Jackets Online Podcast. I'm Kelly Quinlan. We have a special edition this week. Uh, it's the off-season. Things are a little bit slower. So uh, I decided we would have Sinjin Days, one of my favorite players uh, from the Paul Johnson era, and probably one of the uh, most upbeat and happy guys to be around uh, covering college football in the, the 18 years I've been doing it. So uh, without much ado, I'll, uh, I'll let's get to Sinjin, and we talk about all kinds of things, including Georgia Tech, where he sees the program at, his uh, experiences at Georgia Tech, and then kind of what he's up to these days. So uh, we'll get to that right now. So we're here with Sinjin Days. Sinjin, um, it's been a, a little while since you left Georgia Tech. It seems <laughs> like just yesterday you were playing. I know you kind of feel that way. Um, I guess kind of just talk about what you've been up to since you left Georgia Tech. I know you, you, you know, you tried your hand at playing in, in the league, and that got kind of at least through like well, I, I guess through camp yeah, with through uh, camp. the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and, and then just kind of what you've been doing since then. Uh, well, after I got uh, released from the Cowboys in the NFL, stands for not for long. Um, you know, still was training, trying to get back in the league. That maybe went for about eight, nine months. Uh, Did pro day again, didn't get any calls. But during that time, I was studying to get my licenses and everything to become uh, a financial advisor. Um, So been doing that since, kind of, you know, just growing my practice with uh, National Financial Services Group and just, you know, really trying to impact people in every aspect of their life, uh, just trying to help people out. Uh, obviously, you know me, Kelly, you know I'm a, a people person, um, so, you know, talking to people is very easy and just trying to help them out, you know, kind of guide them on their financial future, whatever goals and things that they have aligned for themselves and their family, just trying to help attain that for them, and uh, I love it. And it seems like you've kind of had some success getting with some of your former teammates and that kind of thing and getting, I guess, into the tech tech world well yeah i have yeah i have i actually had a really good meeting uh conversation with the new ad and uh we have a few good things in uh upcoming within the next couple months couple weeks actually uh i know one of them is you know kind of going back and kind of talking to the students um kind of just about how important finances is you know obviously you know they're in college right now, so it's not really they have any discretionary income or anything of that nature, but understanding the importance of it, you know, start saving when you get that first paycheck or you get that Pell Grant, um, you know, for a lot of the athletes they get now. Um, it's just the little things, uh, just trying to impact them, the youth, and then um, obviously talking to some of the people that already graduated and um, if they need assistance with anything, just kind of being there kind of being their Google at the end of the day. That's why I always tell my clients, I want to be your Google. Uh, if you have questions about anything, um, just trying to be out there to help. And so, yeah, lo- long hours, uh, but I enjoy it. So it doesn't feel like work at all. Well, that's cool. And I know you went back in, in the fall and early winter and talked with, because of some changes in rules, they allow former student athletes now to come back and talk to kids when they're on official visits and that kind of thing. Can you talk about kind of how that got started and your experience with that? Yeah, uh, actually, Kevin Cohn, uh, he reached out to me. Kevin Cohn and actually Chris Breen, the uh, guy uh, upstairs in the AA that kind of deals with, the obviously, the academics portion of the athletes. Uh, reached, they both actually reached out to me and said, hey, you know, we know you're 
doing well, you're successful. Um, can you, you know, if you have any time, can you come back? I was like, I, I was waiting for, you know, for this text or call, or whatever, you know, when to be able to come back and be able just to talk to the, you know, the families and the athletes because, you know, I'm not too far removed. I know their mindset, uh, you know, they're not really thinking about the, the 40 year decision. That's what, you know, going to Georgia Tech is. They're thinking of just, you know, the first maybe three and out, then go to the NFL first round draft pick. But, you know, the statistics say that's very unlikely that's going to happen. Um, you know, I was in the same mindset as them, you know, kind of come in. But, you know, my parents, my background, you know, my dad's an accountant, mom's an engineer. So I kind of, I had, I guess I had a little bit of something up there to be able to, uh, you know, do what I do now. And just telling them that, you know, Georgia Tech was the best decision I ever made. Um, made a lot of, a lot of, lot of connections. Uh, you know, it's not really about what you know, it might be about who you know. And with Georgia Tech, if you're in the Atlanta area, if you have that Georgia Tech degree and you're an athlete, that opens so many different avenues. And that's, you know, what I've seen now, you know, I'm, you know, scheduling meetings with people where if I didn't have a Georgia Tech degree, I'm just like, wow, that's, you know, it's crazy. Um, so just trying to show that, uh, that impact of that Georgia Tech degree. Um, and that's, that was the biggest thing, telling them why I chose Georgia Tech, why they, I think they should choose Georgia Tech. Um, and just building that GT brand uh, back again. And, you know, can you even think back to, I guess it was, what, 20, 2009, 2010, mm-hmm. when you went back and made that decision to go to Georgia Tech? I, I, you know, I remember going to your games and all that stuff and covering his recruit. And I, I feel like, what was it, Indiana? Was that the other school that you were? It was between Georgia Tech and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma uh, State. Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State, I actually went out there on unofficial that summer. Uh, I liked it out there, but, you know, obviously uh, being for my parents to be able to come to the games, that that would have been very expensive. Uh, you know, I was blessed, family was blessed to, to never miss a game home or away. Um, so that, their work schedule just worked out well with, you know, me going to Tech. But one of the main reasons why I chose Georgia Tech was because Coach Johnson was very candid and blunt. Um you know, he didn't sugarcoat anything. That's what I, I loved about him. Kind of love-hate relationship kind of sometimes, you know, as you became a player for him. Um, but definitely in, loved every moment while I was at Tech. Obviously, you know, you know, switching positions, you know, that kind of that kind of sucked uh, to be kind of candid. But, uh, you know, that's life. You know, you know, you make a plan for yourself, but then God has a different plan for you. Um, so that was, you know, and Coach Johnson just being a man of his word, you know, trying to get me on the field. And, um, you know, parents were able to come to every game. Uh, a lot of the guys I, you know, was getting recruited with, I felt like a family bond. Like we have a group text today um, that we still text all the time, and it's called Old Heads. Uh, <laughs> calling ourselves Old Heads at 26 years old, um, which is, is, is pretty fun. But we're, we're very close, a close-knit family. Sure. And what was it like playing quarterback for Paul Johnson? I mean, you you, you spent your first couple of years trying to, to go that route and definitely had sort of your ups and downs <laughs> uh, from, you know, what we saw. And, um, you know, kind of just never kind of clicked for you with the offense. But kind of what was that experience like? I know that's probably the toughest position to play for him maybe other than offensive line. Yeah, at, at quarterback, you you have to know every – position and what they do on every single play um 
and it, it's definitely difficult. So everybody that's started at quarterback, I understand the things that they have to go through. Um, every play, you know, the reads, where it seems the safeties are, the linemen on the the defensive line, the linebackers, you know, are they shifted over some way? Uh, it's it's a lot that they have to take in within you know five seconds, um, and you know I guess I just wasn't able to encompass all of that, but um, you know. I guess, you know, Nesbitt, Tevin, Vad, and obviously Justin, um, you know, did a did a really good job, you know, encompassing all that. And now Taekwon, um, you know, he's doing a very good job. I'm very proud of him to see his growth from when he was a freshman until now. Because um, I know, you know, he started at, at quarterback, then A-back, and then back to quarterback. So I understand what he, you know, what kind of what he went through in the beginning stages. But seeing him grow up, um, Literally last year, seeing him grow up a lot, you know, you know Tennessee game. He's he's getting he's getting beat up. I mean, he had like forty something carries that game, um, and you know he did well. Then you know a couple weeks, you know you might have some so a down week. You might not be carrying the ball as much. You know, the ball might not be in your hand. Um, but him having that resiliency—that's what you have to have to play. You know, quarterback in the triple option, especially under Coach Johnson, resiliency from the defenders and resi- resiliency coming from the coaches. Uh, you know, not not trying, not getting rattled. You have, you have to stay composed, and that's one of the things that Taekwon did. And you can see he he has a lot of fun on the field, which which I love. I love that when the guys are very very uh, enthusiastic and they're wearing their heart on their sleeves. I love that. That's that's what I love about college football in general and in, in tech. Well, it seemed like that was something that kind of carried over in that 2014 season for you guys. It seemed like you guys had fun, you and Zach and, and Justin and in the receivers. Like It seemed like that was kind of a fun group. And then those senior A-backs were all your classmates that came in with you, mm-hmm. like Tony and BJ and, all, and Dion. Yeah, and Charles. All. And Charles, <laughs> yeah. They were all like your classmates. It, it seemed like that kind of carried over onto the field. You guys had some swagger. Do you feel like that was kind of – what was part of that success that year? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, one of our our rituals we would have we would do every Thursday. Uh, we would you know hang out at one of somebody's apartment you know th- that that night and you know maybe watch the game you know play cards do whatever and just being around each other all, literally all the time. Um, and at the time, like you know, if somebody was in a relationship or whatever, every, the the girlfriends knew Thursday night. You're not gonna get us away from from our group of guys because that's that that was us. That's what we did, um, and you know we that bond is never gonna be broken. You know, a lot of us that was our last time ever putting on pads again. So that's gonna be our last memory playing football with that group of guys. And you know they say that you know some of your best relationships that you're gonna ever have is people that you were in college with. And I definitely could see that you know with our class. I mean we were, we were with each other from 5 a.m until 10 p.m. for five years. <laughs> sure. Essentially, you know, you're going to automatically, you know, be close with each other. And um, that's kind of what I hope for everybody that's in college, just to have that experience. And at Georgia Tech, um, the coaches made it a family atmosphere, you know, whether it was, you know, just, you know, simple text, just making sure everybody was, you know, that person was doing okay, asking about family if something happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the coaches really care. And that's the biggest thing, I think, when it comes to choosing the school, uh, which I loved about Tech. It's, it, felt like, it felt like home. 
What was the biggest difference? Like, you work with a lot of guys. Uh, I mean, I've seen some former Georgia players and stuff that you work <laughs> with here. Kind of, do you guys compare and contrast what your experiences were like in college? I mean, I, I know what my experience was like. I, I mean, I went to UJ to study journalism. So, like, I know how different it is from talking to you guys. But, like, I mean, is that something that comes up? Like, um, to a little bit, it might come to, you know, what kind of perks and things that you might have had, you know, at Georgia Tech or UGA. You know, maybe UGA might have a little bit more just because they might have more money and, you know, bigger alumni base and everything. Um, but essentially, it's kind of really the same, you know. Uh, same. It's pretty much the same experience. I just think one of the things that's different um, with Georgia Tech is it, I think it's a different type of player they recruit. Um, you know, you have to have some something you know between your ears, and I think that's <laughs> something that uh, that Georgia Tech definitely looks for. You know, they look for somebody that can be obviously produce on the field, but they want more than that. They want the total person, somebody that's going to be a good person in the community, a good person that's going to be you know a great father, somebody that's going to impact the world, and that's what I feel like what separates Georgia Tech from, you know, Alabama, you know, UGA, Florida, Florida State is, you know, having that 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 all encompassing man. It seems like um Todd Stansberry sort of what he's doing now at Georgia Tech very much kind of fits into your vibe in terms of that total person mm-hmm. that is that something that you guys have clicked on for yeah talking with yeah him? we yeah we we talked about that uh, i saw him at the uh i talked with him at the last the last home georgia Tech basketball game uh and he was talking about you know the total person because that's you know that's at every school now but it, i didn't realize uh until maybe like a year ago it originated at georgia tech um and i was like wow that's 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 crazy. You know, a lot of things that a lot of the colleges do originated from Georgia Tech. Like, I mean, the Heisman. I mean, you played here. Bobby Dodd, the best coach, you know, best coach award, coached at Tech. You know, mm-hmm. so pretty much we're the beginning of college football <laughs> for Tech. Um, but, yeah, yeah, Stan's Todd, he's a, uh, a really good guy. I, I like his vision. I like what he wants to bring to the table. It's definitely different than – other ADs, not knocking the other ADs or anything, but, you know, Todd, he was, he was here, you know, he's, you know, he's a, he's a tech alum, you know, former football player, so he understands, you know, what we go through, so I think, I think that plays a huge factor in it, a huge factor in it. Any jealousy now, seeing, like, they've redone some of the, they're redoing the locker room, uh, they're, yes, you definitely. know, fixing up the building, they fixed up the lobby into the, the football area, which was pretty dreadful like it's uh it seems like you know everything got fixed up right after you left basically yeah. you got the tail end i guess of the player meeting rooms and all that stuff but yeah i tell i we make a joke all the time we i know i've said something the coach johnson i was like so our orange bowl year paid for a little bit of this huh? <laughs> um, but yeah i mean i think that's one of the huge things when it comes to recruiting and you know having a place where people feel comfortable because i mean they're gonna spend most of their time there Sure. Um, so, but I did tell, um, what's his name? I can't think of 
number 10. I can't think of his name. Mine's go blank right now. Christian. Christian. Yes, Christian. Christian. I told him, I was like, yeah, so anytime I'm up here, I'm still going to be using my locker. Like, if I get a workout here, I'm using my locker. Like, I don't <laughs> care if your, 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 your name's up there, but I, I was there before. Um, but yeah, the locker room, the locker room, I've seen the, the blueprint and everything of it. Looks, it looks amazing. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for what, you know, I'm excited to actually see the final product. What's kind of your favorite memory of Coach Johnson, like from your time there? Like something <laughs> that stands out in your mind? Um, I would say, I guess probably my most fond memory. I guess I could say two. My, my most, I guess the last one I could say is uh, the Orange Bowl. Um, you know, after I had like a long run, he's a nine yard run down the sideline. He came up to me. Um, and he said, I love you, and he gave me a hug. And oh, I was wow. like, I was like, what? I was like, this is great. I mean, I know I know he cares, but it was just for him to say that during that time, the intensity of the game, the, you know, that, that atmosphere for him to say that. I was like, man, that's huge. I was like, that's huge. But uh, another memory um, is when I was at quarterback, and we were playing Presbyterian. Uh, at home I think this is when I was doing the transition between quarterback and A-back and um, you know I had a little fumbling problem that year but uh, I think it was like on the two yard line I reached the ball out it got hit and they returned it all the way I think down to like their five or something like that and you know obviously I'm feeling dejected I'm feeling you know upset and he's like I'm just going to be okay and I was not expecting to get that reaction from Coach. Um, that just shows his character. A lot of, a lot of the, I know a lot of the fans. They don't get the experience or see that. They might just see him, you know, yelling at a, you know, a player. But Coach Johnson, he cares, and I can truly say that that he cares about your well-being and you know why you're there and and why you're why you're gone. You know, when you're not, I guess, a, a liability to them anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I say those are my two favorite memories of Coach Johnson. You watched, you know, all the games this year. What did you think of Cravante and and Jerry? I, obviously, Cravante is from your neck of the woods, yeah. um, and kind of two different styles. Uh, Jerry's very much kind of more in what you and Zach did in terms of being mm-hmm. kind of a guy that could blow his shoulders, and whereas Cravante is a little more like John Dwyer, who's mm-hmm. Can break it open. Yeah, it can break it open. I think they both did a really good job. Uh, you know, obviously with Cravante, you know, I'm kind of biased because, you know, he's from the hometown, you know, of Marietta. So, you know, I, I want him to succeed and, and do well. Uh, he has really good feet, just like you said, like with Dwyer, comparing him to Dwyer. But, and he's, he's, he's really strong as well. So you don't see a lot of, a lot of, um, running backs that are you know pretty strong and, and that fast and you know it would make people miss an open field um, and then um, the other be back Jerry Jerry I I like him I, I, I like the I like the style when I first saw him compete last year doing um, one of the uh, I think it was the first scrimmage I was like who is that like, he's from South Carolina right isn't he yeah, from, yeah, 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 yeah. He's from South Carolina. Yeah. And then some some running back from, from South Carolina. I was like, I like it. I was like, that reminds me of me. You know, and I would hear that from like, you know, talking with fans, you know, 
uh, at games or whatever. It's like, hey, you know, he looks, he reminds me of you at Bay. Mm-hmm. So I, I like his style. You know, that tough nose. You know, if you hit him, you're gonna feel every single pound that's <laughs> that he carries, and he's gonna always fall forward. Um, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing that duo. Sure. You know, this year, and I think, I think they could possibly have both have a thousand yards rushing. That's that's my belief. So you think it'll be a little bit more like what you guys had in 2014, where you, I think it's possibly sort of a, a I shared think it, workload. It it dep- I think it would depend on the game and the scheme, kind of how things are going. You know, if you know one's doing very well, they're going to keep you know the momentum going. But you know, if they if you're able to rotate both and you're not missing the beat, you keep them you know fresh. That's kind of like what you know what me and Zach did kind of towards the latter part of the year was, uh, you know, rotating us both in and, you know, coming off the field. You know, I actually was texting him today. It's funny that that happened. But, uh, yeah, he was like, man, I missed the Ebony and Ivory connection. <laughs> uh, and I was like, yeah, well, I was like, yeah, man, I do too. Yeah, it was a, kind of a different um, thing. And it seemed like to me, looking at the offense, like when you had a, a shifty guy like Justin, who, like Taquan's a guy that can make things happen mm-hmm. in space, that having sort of a hammer at that B-back position can sort of counteracts that nicely, and it gives you that. Whereas if you have two, like if you had you and Nesbitt, I don't know that that, you know, it was like when <laughs> yeah. Anthony Allen was back there, it wasn't quite the same with Josh. Like it was, you could tell like it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, it was just different. Yeah, you need like kind of those two counter points to each other, I guess. Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely agree with that. Um you know, I think, you know, in 2014 with Justin, I mean, he had a phenomenal, so even like now, some of the stuff he he did, like I might see highlights somewhere, I don't know where, but I'm just like, how did he do that? Um, and then, you know, the, that combining, you know, me and Zach kind of just like the hammers, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's fourth quarter, you know, start of it, we're up by maybe, you know, 14 points. We know we're going to win. You guys aren't getting us off the field. We'll go for an eight minute drive. We have no no problem with that, um, and I think with this upcoming year with with the team, I think it could be the same way. You know, you know, like you were saying, it's exactly what you're saying. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy to think about how similar I think the 2014 team is and the team for this year is. Yeah, it seems to me like the sort of the missing link has been the defense, right? Mm-hmm. So you now have. A guy who's good at taking, like what Coach Johnson does, right? Coach Johnson takes maybe guys that aren't maybe your prototypical NFL guy or whatever, and you make an offense work like by putting guys, like yourself, finding a space where that player can excel, mm-hmm. right? So now you have a defensive coordinator sort of like that and has that kind of MO. Do you feel like that's going to change things? Think about it. The one thing that was missing, like you guys could have been a playoff team in 2014 if you have a defense that was a little bit better. I mean, to be honest, like the offense was great all year, but think about the the game you all lost at North Carolina. Carolina. I mean, like it seems to me that's been the missing link, right, is having a, a defense that's maybe a top 30 defense. Yeah. And do you, I mean, is that something you see? Like, I mean, it seems like there's talent. There was talent when you guys were there. Yeah. Think about DJ and Chris and all that. There's guys in the NFL from yeah. those, from yeah, those Pat, defenses. Pat Gamble. Yeah, PJ. PJ. 
goodness, who else? Francis. Um, yeah, Francis. Adam. Adam. Goodness, yeah. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> a lot of talent, right? Yeah, and it is a lot of talent. You were okay. Like, that year you guys created a lot of turnovers, but it seems to me like if you can find sort of that guy that can make the defense a little more consistent, that would be kind of what – that. I mean, really in 2014, if you had a – a couple more plays on defense, you guys are you at least win an AC championship. You yeah. had the Florida State game, like yeah, you needed one stop basically in that game. Yeah, I think mean, yeah, or you needed another minute to score when you guys got the ball back at the end of the yeah. game. Yeah, I was talking with uh, a uh, I was talking with somebody the other day, and they went to Florida State, and I was like, yeah, Jameis Winston, I don't really like him. <laughs> I was I went to Georgia Tech, he went twenty seven for thirty. Uh, in the ACC championship game and you know all year he was inconsistent but you know that's why he was the number one draft pick though <laughs> you know he was clutch so um, I think you know with you know the new D coordinator you know there at Tech I think if we're able to provide you know more turnovers I mean that's with any team though if you have more turnovers you're more up to win you know sure. the game in you know, we had a lot of that in in 2014, and I know his, his. I know one of the big things for him is creating turnovers. Yeah, and I think that was one of the things that he did at App State was create a lot of turnovers. Yeah, they were always like top 15 or something. Yeah, so I think if the, if that happens, then you know that puts you know success in our hands because we can either if you put the ball in you know Coach Johnson's hand, he can either strike quick with maybe some play action or. He's going to take the time off the clock if you get that consistency with the B-back, the A-back, the quarterback, maybe a little pass here and there. Not many probably, um, <laughs> but um, I think having that consistency on defense, that's going to be huge to our success this year. So what's your expectation? What, what kind? You think they're going to compete and win the Coastal? Is like that kind of your, your I think vibe right now? I think, it, I think it's possible. Uh, I might be a little biased because that is my school. Um, but I think we have the I think we have the talent to to write our own destiny, honestly. Because um, you know stopping the triple option is is difficult. Because if you take away the quarterback, you still have the B back, the A back, or the, possibly the receiver. Um, so it get, it creates a lot of different a lot of different options. Uh, no pun intended <laughs> on that. But I just think our the key. To our success would be our defense, sure. our defensive play. That's what I think. So I think the offense is going to do what it does. Uh, I mean, it's been doing that since Coach Johnson's been here. Um, you know, we know we know our core plays we're going to run. The players know the core plays you're going to run. Um, so I think you know, just being able to keep that consistency on defense is going to be the major thing um, that's going to write our destiny. Speaking of defense, one of the things. That- always get asked about you get asked about all the time is your brother and kind of what's he up to now I know you guys have things have thought out a little bit there kind of what's he up to he was playing in, the, in yeah, Canada yeah right? he was with Edmonton um yeah but I know he's back in Florida living now that's kind of really all that I know is that tough for you I mean he's he was a guy of tremendous talent right mm-hmm. I mean Probably athletically more talented than you in some ways, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. He yeah. <laughs> in terms of gifts, just yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he he was definitely blessed, you know, um, definitely blessed, and it's definitely a tough situation. Uh, I just you know pray and hope 
that one day, you know, we're all young and make dumb mistakes. Um, you know, if I was to tell you I'd ever made any mistakes, I would be lying to you. Um, so I just pray and hope that one day, you know, he realizes kind of what transpired from the situation and tries to right his wrong. It's obviously not going to, you know, erase everything, but it's a start, you know. Um, and I think once that once that happens, um, then could possibly everything can, you know, go back to kind of how it was. Um, but that's just kind of my prayer, my hope. I think it's got to be tough for you to miss someone that you were that close to, too, like to not have them in your life the way they were. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely difficult, you know, because there's, you know, obviously, you know, some things that, you know, me and him would talk about that I might not necessarily want to talk to my parents about just because, you know, we're his brothers, you know, we don't want to, you know, talk to our parents about everything. But, um, you know, but I definitely believe that situation that happened brought uh, me and my parents closer together, um, making sure I don't, I guess, kind of go down that path sure. in a certain sense. Um, but yeah. So to end on, I guess, a, a more positive note, kind <laughs> of what, what kind of sticks out to you now when you close your eyes and think about your playing career? What like is it the Orange Bowl run? Like what what are the moments that that stick out to you? Uh, goodness, I'll I'll probably give you three. The first one was my first day in full pads. Um, I was at quarterback. We ran an option play. I should have gave the ball, but you know I didn't really give the ball up when I was at quarterback. Yeah. Um, and Logan Walls and At Barnes sandwiched me. And A.T. Barnes, obviously, you know, we're, I'm close with all of them. A.T. Barnes is like, welcome to college football. Uh, <laughs> that, was my, uh, that was my welcome to, to college football. You know, A.T. was probably 6'3", 6'4", 250. And Logan was like 6'4", 305, 315. I was like 6'1", 190. Yep. Um, and that happening. Then I would say my second moment thinking about um, – you know, looking back on my college career, I would say it's not even with me in it. I would say Harrison's kick. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. UGA. I tell him all the time. Every time I see him, uh, thank you. He's like, since you got to stop. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, You're the reason why we beat Georgia at Georgia. Uh, and, um, and I'd say the last one would just be encompassing my, my senior year. You know, that kind of tells the tale of life. Um, because junior year, starting not st- yeah, I guess starting six to seven games, then kind of not really sure what happened. But then you know, first half of the year, not really playing, not really know what's going on, and you know, kind of just trusting God, um, and then starting, and then you know, kind of the way I finished out, it was it was amazing. I couldn't have you know, it was, it's like a Cinderella story, um, and being able to you know interact with a lot of the, the fans, you know, nowadays and just, you know, talk with them and just say thank you for all the support, um, you know, that you give, you know, me personally and Georgia Tech. So I would say that those three are probably my fondest memories, I would say, when it comes to looking back on my career. Do you have a coach a hard time about him not moving you to be back earlier? Uh, 
Sometimes I, I've thought about it before. I was like, if I did, what would my life be like now? You know, would I still be in the NFL or if you'd had three years or whatever? Yeah, if I had a couple years under my belt at Beebeck, but you know, my plans sometimes aren't what God's plans are. Um, there's no telling what my life could have been like. It could have been, you know, in a negative sense. You know, I could not have been, you know, close to my parents or, you know, just never know what could have happened. Um, I'm definitely very content and happy with what I'm doing now. Um, I actually get ready to start grad school in the fall oh, cool. at Tech. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad the way... I'm glad everything aligned the way it did because that's something I could be able to tell my kids. Sure. Um, you know, just keep staying on your grind, you know. For me, not really playing that much beginning of my senior year to finishing out strong uh, and winning the Orange Bowl. Um, I think that's just a huge testament to life. You know, <laughs> just got to stick to it. You know, it's, it's going to be ups and downs and hopefully there's more ups than downs. Sure. Again, I guess you could have always gone to Oklahoma State and played safety too. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> no telling how things could have, how things could have uh, ended up. We wouldn't have this great relationship that we have. Vado probably went out there, um, so I'm definitely happy. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I really appreciate you coming on with us today, uh, Sinjin, and good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you.